4.43 on the Patrick Lally Show, Information 1000 KSOO. We're here with Dr. Brett Bradfield. He is the new president of the University of Sioux Falls and a longtime administrator there. Uh, okay, so USF is uh, a small school by any measure. What's your student body population these days? Our traditional undergraduate was 991 uh, this fall. And we have uh, probably another 450 to 475 of part-time and graduate students, non-traditional students mm-hmm. in various programs. So our yeah. headcount is actually 1,452, somewhere in that but range. But it's nine, uh, just under 1,000. Yeah. Those are full-time students? Full-time undergraduate students. How many of them are residential, do you know? I mean, Yeah, uh, about two-thirds of them yeah, are that's, residential. That's yeah. part of the deal, right? You want them on campus. You uh, want them to have that full campus experience. Yeah, and, and the research in our enterprise uh, clearly indicates that uh, persistence and success and degree achievement uh, goes up radically if you do live in cam- on campus and have that residential experience. Because you get some students that are just Sioux Falls kids, right? Yep, I mean, they'll, absolutely. They'll keep living at home. And, sure. But you yeah. would, is it better even if they're a Sioux Falls kid to come and live on campus? Yeah, we, we always encourage that, but for a variety of reasons. Uh, you know, we do have commuter students that do just great. And, mm-hmm. and you know, for each individual it may be about finances. It may be about family. It may be about a variety mm-hmm. of different reasons that uh, they choose not to live and have that residential experience. So, where does your student pop body come from? Where did you know? How far do you cast the net to find students? Yeah, uh, the primary um, core of it is always been our South Dakota connections, mm-hmm. and then the adjoining states. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have made. Uh, in the current paradigm of our of our enterprise of higher education in this region, uh, you know we have we have demographic issues that are externally controlled by someone other than us, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and so that has uh, created a situation where you have a lot of schools competing for the same number of students, right? And uh, I remember about three years ago, Noel Levitz, who does a lot of enrollment management consulting. Uh, for schools across the nation, uh, they ran an analysis that showed in South Dakota, if you took all the schools in South Dakota, extracted uh, those going to military, Mm -hmm. the 18-year-olds going to military, the 18-year-olds going to technical schools, Mm -hmm. those that choose not to go to college, we'd all get about 94 apiece. And that, of course, uh, is not near enough to support operations. Because what we're seeing here is a, when you say demographic challenges, the, the the, the age groups, the sections of age rise and fall. Yes. Uh, baby boomers, then, uh, you know, Gen X is a low point. Mm-hmm. The, uh, uh, the millennials are a high point. And so you're, you're coming into another low point here. Right. And so everybody, including the public schools, everybody's fighting for those same kids. Absolutely. How does a small, private, liberal arts college in the middle of Sioux Falls, South Dakota, that not everybody knows about, compete against uh you know even the big state schools but also augustana sure you're, you're right up against augustana and they've got this you know they're in this network of uh you know lutheran norwegian mm-hmm. not that that's always the best thing but how do you compete you're just a little school out here in the middle of sioux falls yeah well we've <coughs> excuse me we've worked very hard on our quality proposition uh you know last year 98 percent of our students got employment in fields they desired to get employment in that connected to their degree 
And so buying away all the research still indicates in our business that uh, quality of programming and, and what happens with that programming after you graduate is an important factor. We never lose sight. In fact, I, I think it's okay. We never lose sight that we have a great public regional system in our state. Augustana is obviously a great school. Uh, we believe that there is a place for all of us, and we each have a, a unique niche in that marketplace. Uh, we are doing, uh, we changed four or five years ago, completely changed our, our marketing strategies, uh, and we did that based on some studies we had done to make sure we're into the population centers that we need to be into to recruit, and I'm really pleased today to tell you that that has worked remarkably for us. Um, there are a lot of schools across the nation that are are fighting declining enrollment. I'm proud to say we haven't grown tremendously, right. but we continue to grow at a slow rate. Yeah, and <clears throat> I think everybody is looking outside of South Dakota too, <clears throat> right? Because no matter where you go in the state, it's probably cheaper than where you live. Right. Is that true? It, that that would be true in many cases. And there's there's actually a science behind this, and uh, there's good data sets that tell you that once you get outside of a 150 mile parameter from your home, mm-hmm. that retention risks in higher education decline significantly. So those are factors too that. Uh, contribute to your thinking in your business model too because it takes more effort to retain those students and to make sure they feel like they're into the built into the culture of the university and they're part of that and I would be really remiss if I didn't say this uh, in the current state of affairs and for small private Christian universities like us uh, being in Sioux Falls South Dakota is an incredible blessing mm-hmm. um, we live in a community that uh, most people that come here that aren't familiar with it are astounded by the quality of the community, and uh, we we never lose mm-hmm. sight of that, and that's one of the reasons we're pretty committed to being part of the community of Sioux Falls. Dr. Brett Bradfield is here. He is the new president of the University of Sioux Falls and longtime Sioux Falls area educator at a lot of different levels. Um, how how what role does athletics play for you? Uh, your predecessor, uh, Dr. Mark Benedetto, he was a huge athletic mm-hmm. supporter and. Uh, you know, you guys built a stadium and a complex and have done a lot of, spent a lot of money, raised a lot of money for mm-hmm. athletics. What role does athletics play in your university in terms of your overall experience? Well, for, for many institutions just like us, it's a, it's a very large role. And when you look at our data, and we have very comprehensive data sets, by and away, the student athletes we get are extraordinarily committed uh, students and they persist actually better than the normal population by statistical data, um, and so they are a large part of our population and our business model. And we're very proud of our student athletes. Many of them balance, um, you know, a heavy academic schedule with a heavy schedule of training and athletic competition. Uh, you know, when I think of our nurses, many of them have to do clinicals. On weekends, after long road trips, early in the morning, mm-hmm. and so they're they're really uh, an incredible group of young people and and very responsible. And so, um, you know, as we look at our athletic program, we moved to NCA Division Two a few years ago. Five years, actually, it's our anniversary coming up here. Doesn't seem that long. No, and I was a big part of that transition. And you know, one of the reasons we went to Division Two is. Uh, the Division Two of NCA in particular has an initiative called Life in Balance, and it really, really prescribes student first, athlete second. And so we keep that as our focus. 
Um, and then that being said, Patrick, you know, we obviously want to compete well. I mean, if we're going to have a program, right. whether it's in performing arts or our academic programs or athletics, uh, we, we want to be have high-quality programs that we're proud of. Uh, we want to win on the field of competition as much as we want to win off the field of competition. You've been doing okay in football. Uh, we have. You struggle a little yes. bit in basketball recently. You yeah. used to be better in basketball. What's going on there? Well, I think, you know, it's like everything in our in our business. You know, you have the ebb and flow of mm-hmm. of talent. And, uh, you know, you can if you're a coach, you can sometimes be one injury away mm-hmm. from a great season to a middle-of-the-road season. And so, uh, you know, I can't say enough about our coaches. They work extraordinarily hard, and the hours are, are, are suffocating for many of them and their families. Yeah, and you're fortunate to be able to join a pretty good conference, yeah. Northern Sun. Yeah we, yeah, we were very honored, and that was a huge part of our transition to NCAA Division II. I remember uh, uh, Mark Benedetto, Willie Sanchez, and myself, we made uh, public relations visits, and it was for me it was 4,700 miles wow. to hit all of the schools in the conference. There are uh, 16 schools broken into a north and mm-hmm. south, uh, 11 that are public, and five that are private and Christian like us. But that's uh, very much a like-minded uh, conference. Everybody's kind of on the same plane. There, I mean, there's big schools in there. St. Cloud's a big public school. Oh, yeah. So it's competitive, but it's everybody's kind of got the same focus going forward. Yeah, and, and you know, it's interesting. I'll get that question off. I, I remember getting out of the car at Mankato and St. Cloud mm-hmm. And just for that moment going, wow, this, this is going to be interesting. <laughs> Maybe this is uh, such a good and, idea. And we have competed extraordinarily well. And I give our, our coaches uh, a great credit. Uh, they do a lot with not as many resources as I'm sure they would like to have. But that's kind of the, that's kind of the way of our business these days in mm-hmm. education. We just well, don't have unlimited resources. And you guys have done pretty well. Yeah, I mean, you knocked off North Dakota once. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, have beaten those big schools, so it doesn't yeah. seem to be hurting you. No, and and we compete very well across all of our sports. And, and you know, I mean, there's a reality there that everyone knows that those high-profile sports get a lot of publicity. And, mm-hmm. you know, I, I'm as proud of those uh, those young men and women when they win on the field as I am uh, when they're doing some volunteering for the community or charitable events, and that happens frequently at our place. Uh, this We are talking with Dr. Brett Bradfield. He's president of USF. And I have one more quick question. We're going to try and take squeeze it in here. We're going to take a quick break and see if we can come back and get my one quick question. This is the Patrick Lally Show on Information 1000 KSOO. 